0: Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and you are with Lyle and...
1: Mon, good morning Lyle. Morning Mon. How's it going? Going great. Yeah, let me guess what you're grateful for. Is it some sort of a tool in your shed? Of course.
0: (laughs) I'm always grateful for all of my tools in my shed. They are the best. They are so cool. Oh, Whatever. Particularly the noisy ones.
1: Yeah, which one this time?
0: Uh, My table saw.
1: Oh, did you do some table sawing over the weekend? I've been building bookshelves. Ah, I'm sure your wife is very grateful about those bookshelves. I've been hearing about these bookshelves and how they want a bit of a hold.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A very long hold.
1: Actually, the reason I knew you were grateful for one of your tools is because this is a delayed broadcast.
0: That's right. So we already know what everybody's grateful for, and we already know what's happening in the in the show today. We yes. already know everything that's happening.
1: Yes, we, we can
0: be prophets this morning.
1: That's that's right. We've already recorded the show. The show does go out live and we record it as it's going out live, and then we play it back for our delayed listeners. So if you're hearing this introduction, it's because you are a delayed broadcast listener. But don't fret, you can jump across to the live show, which is happening simultaneously. And the live show is so much better because you can, you know, you can call up and answer the quiz and win the prize. You can uh, be part of the giveaway at the end of the show. We always give away something for free, and it often gets snapped up by our live listeners. Um, so there's a couple of ways to do it. You can go to the website, which is faithfm.com.au, and just scroll to the top of the page and press play on the live stream.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or you can download the TuneIn app, which is free to download. Search for Faith FM Australia and listen to us there. Or, of course, give us a call here, 1-800-FAITH-FM, and pester us about changing the transmission in your area to a live broadcast.
0: Yes, that's the best idea. Do yes, that. Yes,
1: yes. That's the one. I think we should plug that the one up
0: the, the more people we can get on the… Uh,
1: on live, the better. On, uh, absolutely. Yes, yes. So and
0: your name to the list.
1: That's it. That's it. And and you can, but do you know what? Even as a delayed broadcast listener, you can text us any anytime and tell us what you're grateful for. The number here is zero four nine one, zero six four six six nine. And Lyle this morning, I'm grateful because I looked out my window this morning and growing in my front lawn, unplanted or unannounced or anything. I didn't do anything whatsoever to it. A freezes. A freezers. not freezes. <laughs> <laughs> one of those on top of my fridge. This is a freesia. <laughs> They're they're really pretty flower. Well, they're not that pretty, but their main power is their, their beautiful smell. They smell amazing, and they taste even better.
0: Yeah. So Mon's going to be uh,
1: plucking off Frieza heads, and getting around out on the her nectar. lawn on
0: all fours, munching on grass this morning. <laughs> not
1: munching the, you rip off the head and you suck out the nectar. It's really really tasty. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: If something bad happens, don't blame us.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't blame Mon.
0: Had yeah. Just disclaimer,
1: please don't you know ingest any flowers, just in case they're not. Good for you.
0: <laughs> anyway, enjoy the rest of the show. More great uh, news stories coming up right after this.
3: There's a mountain here before me. And I'm on a it with strength not my own. And he's going to need me. Where the mountain beats me And carry me through And carry me through, yeah and there's a river Here before me And I'm on to the cross there With strength on my own He's gonna save me the river takes me, and carry me through, and carry me through, but Lord be gentle, cause I'm just a man, please don't crush me, please don't crush give heavenly oh Lord Oh
0: But guys, that was uh, Dave Barnes with Carry Me Through here on Faith FM. And as we move into today's breakfast show, we have a quiz to kick off the program with.
1: Yes, jump on Instagram. The first two clues are already live on our Insta story. You can be ahead of the game. By the way, Lyle doesn't know who the answer is. He's been trying to guess ever since he heard me put them up on Instagram. <laughs> but he still's not Yeah, right.
0: sometimes I get a sneak preview when one does her uh her Insta Instagram, story, Insta story. Mm-hmm. And it gives me a, uh, a a chance To get a little bit ahead of the game As you can do if you follow on Instagram
1: Yes, but don't worry The head start has not helped Lyle At all this morning He does not know who this is Who am I? Clue number one I told Peter We have found the Messiah mm. Mm. If you know who that is Give us a call 1-800-FAITH-FM 1-800-324-843 You can text us 0491 Zero six four six six nine. Excuse me. And of course, if you can get it before Lyle gets it, we're going to send you a double prize, which is bound to make your Monday a much happier place.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see. Okay, so you you know why I don't have this one yet, right? Why? There were a number of people who came from Beth Saber, Beth Seder.
1: Dude, you just gave away the next clue. What is wrong with you?
0: No, I didn't give it away the next...
1: You op- did. You did. You're not even paying attention, are you? <laughs> no, I'm not
0: paying attention. Not even I'm paying completely.
1: attention. <laughs> not even paying a scrap of attention.
0: Well, there you go. There's, that's the one from Instagram then. Yeah. Because yeah. that was the one that's been playing around in the back of my mind going... But
1: that's not the big one. Like, I feel like the first one is the most obvious one.
0: Yeah. I told the one, that's, the one should, Messiah. that's the one you should get it from. Yeah, but you because haven't. Because the have next you- one is <laughs> the one that... Uh, that broadens, it, of, back yeah, it, yeah, broadens it back out again
1: Yeah, which by the way Now we'll have to give it away The second clue is that, that I am from Bethsaida <laughs> It's Monday. Oh, Lyle, if you're not just giving away <laughs> the answer, you're giving away extra clues on the show. You just
0: it's at least I, I didn't give do the answer you know what?
1: If someone has a muzzle that's made for humans, could you send it into the radio show so I can slap it on Lyle every time I do the quiz? It's
0: called duct tape.
1: <laughs> Please send duct tape stat <laughs> I need some of that flexi tape. <laughs> you just slap on a leak. Leaking <laughs> all the answers out of Lyle's mouth. Oh Lyle.
0: So what have you got for positively different no, week? See how morning, you're Let's the just just move on from here. <laughs> change the subject.
1: Okay. The good news today is all about me being prime minister. No, oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. actually. I'm not, I wouldn't
0: be the least bit surprised. I mean, we seem to change prime minister plenty often enough. So why not? <laughs> I feel not? like
1: it's my turn now. Yeah, I love
0: it. You can have it today. I'll have it tomorrow. You
1: okay. Know? Yeah. No worries. That'd be great. Well, if I was prime minister of Australia or queen of anything, I would definitely.
0: Dictator Mon.
1: Yeah, that's it. I would definitely put this into action. So, this is, this is good news coming out of Istanbul, and they're following a leaf from Russia. Well, that's good because you mm. don't hear a
0: lot of good news it's coming true. out of that part of the world it's these true. days.
1: So, I'm sure you, you heard it a few years ago, and this is – I absolutely love this. A few years ago, Russia started adding uh, machines in their, in their subway system, the Moscow subway system, um, where you can get free train tickets if you complete at least 30 squats within two minutes. So it was like an exercise machine. So you have to sit there and you do like squats or, or push ups. Does this? Yeah, yeah. So that is revolutionary. Yeah, it's a, it was a it was a kickback at the at the at the growing obesity problem. And so they were like, do you know what we need to um, inspire people to be healthy, we need to give them incentives, and so you could we so need this in that you Australia. could get your card and stick it in the vending machines and then you could work out in front of the machine and it would like monitor you and if you did like thirty squats you'd get like two bucks kind of a thing and you do push ups, they give you more credit and you can work out, which is great, especially if you're um, unemployed or homeless or a student and you can't really afford it.
0: Or an exercise freak.
1: Or an exercise freak. It's it's amazing.
0: do it in the train station rather than going to the gym. Yeah.
1: I I remember when I first heard about this, I was so excited. I was like, man, I got to get myself as prime minister of this country and we will have like, you know, workout ticket machines all over Australia. Travel for free for the rest of your life. I know, right? Well, Istanbul has decided to go on better. Well, maybe not one better, but in the same vein. And I'm so happy about this. Um, so they decided to tackle their plastic wa- waste problem head on. And You're uh, talking
0: about plastic waste this morning? T-
1: plastic waste, yeah. I'm
0: talking about plastic waste this morning.
1: Well, f- fair income. there you go. So this is what they've done, right? They're um they're allowed they're allowing commuters to exchange plastic waste for credit on the city's metro cards. So they now have these machines, these sophisticated machines called the smart mobile waste transfer centres, uh, which have onboard equipment that scan and assign a value to whatever piece of plastic is put inside, and uh, and then according to the value of the plastic that. Credit gets put onto their metro card, so you can turn up at your train station with like a bag of your your plastic bottles and whatever milk cartons and containers and whatnot, and you stick your metro card in and then you put your plastic in, boom, 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 and then like loads our, cash um, onto your car.
0: Our, our recycling system that we yeah. Have here. yeah yeah,
1: and you can and in that you can get. Um, have you ever used them? They're so much fun. I used them one time. I yeah, turned up with about five times. trolleys full of plastic bottles and I got about seventy five bucks from it. But it actually prints out a voucher for. Uh, Woolworths, and you can go to Woolworths and you can either spend it on groceries or they can give you cash back. But I quite like this because it's a, it's sort of like a micro version of it. You can just, you know, you're running for the train to quickly chuck your bottles in and, you know, recharge like that. I mean, because have you even caught public transport in Australia? It's pretty expensive. It is. It I is mean, not in Perth. Yeah. I mean, oh, Queensland, I it's know. a- Queens-
0: How long since you've been on public transport in Perth?
1: Uh, 2013 was the last time I caught yeah, some public transport. You see how
0: much the prices have gone up since then in most other states, and I reckon they've probably N- gone up. It's
1: we have actually a really, really wide range. Like because I've measured it, and the distance in Perth that would cost a dollar thirty. Um, in Sydney costs about six dollars fifty, and unless br- you're
0: on the airport line, and then it's going to yeah, cost
4: yeah, you like, like a, <laughs> <laughs> a
1: mozza. And in <laughs> Brisbane, thirteen dollars seventy.
0: Yeah, it
1: was just expensive What, what is that? Brisbane. Brisbane definitely needs these plastic machines. Yeah. Anyway, so these plastic machines, right? You put the pl- you put the plastic stuff inside, um, so it sorts it, then it crushes it, shreds it, and then sorts it again into bins that can be empty just, just like any old regular vending machines.
0: You know what they need to do? What's Here's that? what they need to do. What's that? They, need to do. What's that? they need to have this process behind a, a, a glass screen so that you can watch your plastic go through oh, it, kids get shredded it like and come out the other side. Yeah. I would love that. Yeah, I love yeah. start watching stuff get shredded.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, do you know the, the machine thing? have here that you put your bottles on and it sucks. You've seen really. all these
0: YouTube videos that's of right. cars getting shredded. Just, they just—they they are mesmerizing. <laughs> you sit there and watch them forever just like you know, going in one end, there's a car and coming out the other end. Well, this
1: is how they look. They look like really high-tech futuristic yeah, with like neon lights and stuff like that. But So they, they've already started setting these up all over Istanbul. And they have it, uh, a goal of setting up another 100 by the end of the year because they want to reduce their 1,700 – no, seventeen thousand, seventeen thousand tons of garbage that the city produces every day.
0: Yeah. Yep. That's
1: a lot of garbage. That's a lot of garbage,
0: and that's typical for a big city these days. I, I can't you know, believe that's, it. That's that's um, that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. And, of course, they need to do this to clean up their oceans because they have such beautiful mm-hmm. oceans and beautiful coastline. And people that just that are getting disgusted tourism. because as soon as you put a um, a face mask and a snorkel on, all you can see is plastic.
1: That's true. And do you know what? This isn't actually the only city that's um, tackling environmental problems using their transit systems. So a 27-year-old designer in London has created an ingenious way of generating wind power. Uh, that uses cloth-like material to generate electricity from the wind that comes from subways and train cars speeding by. You <laughs> know when you get like, you're down those tunnels and the wind comes? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah so he's harnessed that power and turned it into like, – how cool is that?
0: That's interesting. I, I've seen these ones that they put in the middle of the road as well. Mm-hmm. And so they'll catch the wind going off of the, uh, the the cars and trucks going past from both directions. Oh, yeah. And you can put those along the edge of the subway as well. Absolutely. I mean, you power the whole t-
1: – Well – Lyle, let me quickly change Train the subject, Anya. Speaking mm. of, uh, before I run out of time, speaking of prime ministers, because that was a running theme for, for my news today. So get this we now have two prime ministers. Oh, we ha- okay. We have the, our, you know, our regular prime minister who changes all the time. And we why? also now have the people's prime minister of Australia. Okay. So if this fella, uh, he's a thirty-year-old um, popcorn seller. <coughs> mm-hmm. He's nine thousand miles away in America, <laughs> okay. And uh, he getting uh, he weird. sadly has uh, the same name as one of our politicians. His name is <laughs> Peter Dutton, and uh, he started receiving <laughs> nasty <laughs> Twitter messages. Ooh. People were tweeting him angry mail. I heard about this guy. Yeah, in, in Austin earlier this year, And he couldn't figure out why people were so angry with him, and uh, you know, and he just he's a popcorn seller. He's a, you know he just sells popcorn popcorn, you know. He just wants to make the world better through popcorn, and uh, and so he he was very gracious about all the hate, and he was saying, "I wish the people of Australia would look at my profile and realise I'm a thirty year old black man before sending me tweets and direct messages." <laughs> Australians <laughs> got together on this one, and they when they found out what was happening, and they caught wind of his polite and you know his good natured reactions, um, they actually immediately showered his social media account with love and started supporting his popcorn business, and then they after a while, after his you know continued good natured response, they collectively nominated him as the people's prime minister of
2: australia <laughs> I love a title it. which he
1: right accepted one. with gusto and his wife even accepted the title of the first lady <laughs> oh, we <laughs> don't
0: have first ladies and now we do
1: and it gets better right <laughs> so that, awesome. it became like a new family to them and uh, and they australians were begging him to visit and offering to host him they ended up collecting up a a round of donations and he's now coming to Australia to <laughs> <our country. laughs>
0: well, Welcome to Australia. Peter Dutton from <laughs>
1: America. When my
2: saviour bleed Did my sovereign die Would he devote that sacred head to someone such as I At the cross, at the cross where I first saw the light, the bird. Burning-
0: That was Anna Weatherup with At the Cross, one of our local singers right here in the Hunter Valley. We have our second clue for the quiz. Well, actually, we've already given our second clue for the quiz. This person comes from Bethsaida. Yeah, well, our,
1: I'll get that one away. What's, what's
0: our third clue? <laughs> Who for the
1: quiz? am I? I am one of the 12 apostles.
0: Yeah, we already knew that. Mm-hmm. That's not it. Okay, so you see, that's why I gave away the second clue was because the third
1: clue's not already well, the a clue is not even Well, the only reason you gave we away the second know, clue is your brain was not one. engaged and you slipped it out of your no, mouth. No, my you brain did. was very much engaged. It was, it was not engaged. engaged. It, it was, was engaged. The on lying the air. <laughs> on <the laughs> air.
0: It was engaged on the quiz. Yeah, <laughs> 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 And, and the, inst- the Instagram clue, <laughs> which is there available for everybody who wants to get ahead of the quiz. So if you want to get ahead of the quiz, go on Instagram and the quiz It's only
1: available to those who have Instagram while you, you were trying I have to dig Instagram. yourself out of a hole I and yet Instagram. you're digging yourself deeper.
0: I have a significant number of followers on Instagram.
1: Whatever, Trevor. I do. Not nearly as many as your wife.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> She's
1: Insta-famous. <laughs>
0: this is true. My wife is Insta-famous. <laughs> you need to go and look up her Instagram. Anyway. Oh, hey, can I just sub- quickly ask yeah. you,
1: how did the movie go? Did you like uh, it? Did yes. Okay. Like so for
0: it? our listeners, for our listeners, let me say this. Let me say this. This movie is powerful. It is impacting, it is a major, major reality check that every Christian in Western society needs to watch. Oh, wow. Yes.
1: Just just in case you're wondering what we're talking about, we are talking about the new Voice of the Martyrs movie called Tortured for Christ. Uh, we gave away free tickets for that last week and we're going to be giving away more free tickets um, all throughout this week. And uh, yes, yeah, so, you know, there was a viewing of it on Saturday night. I guess it's exceptionally really
0: well back. done. I think one of the things that impacted me, um, probably uh, one of the things that impacted me a lot, was the fact that it was actually shot on site where the events happened. Mm, yeah,
1: yeah, it, yeah, that was They crazy. went to the
0: prisons, they went to the dungeons, and they shot the movie right there.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And I will never forget some of the scenes that I saw in that movie. They have uh, they have changed the way that I look at Christianity and a large percentage of christianity in the world right now that are facing that kind of persecution right now okay. it's, it's 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 a perspective that you will never get here in australia mm-hmm. uh, where you just get up each week and go to church
1: yeah and we, you know, we we need this reminder every now and then. We need a reminder of you know what it what it can mean to be a Christian. That's
0: right, because human nature is the, is is the same. It doesn't matter whether you're a communist or a uh, you know capitalist or anything in, in between, because this is of course is a story of a communist country. Human nature is the same, and human nature will do the same thing, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you lived six thousand years ago, four thousand years ago, or today. Mm-hmm. Regardless of your politics, it just comes down to the environment that you find yourself in. And human nature will do these kind of things. We are not immune from it here in Australia. We are not, you know, we, we, I think sometimes we we sit back as Australians and think, oh, we're Aussies. We'd never do that. Yeah, no. we
1: would. Mm-hmm.
0: Give the right circumstances and Australians absolutely would.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true.
0: And the Bible indicates that that will happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: uh, it's something that we need to um, – yeah, it was a major reality check. Every Christian needs to have this reality check. You need to go and watch the movie. It will it will, uh, it will will hit you hard and it will be a good hit that you need to have.
1: So uh, uh, what are the next tickets that we're giving away? Because I can tell yes. you – I can tell listeners where they can buy tickets just in case they miss out on the free tickets. But tell us about the free tickets. Like.
0: Okay, so Victoria and Western Australia this week. So the Reading Cinemas in Epping, Saturday the 15th of September, and the Reading Cinemas in Belmont, Western Australia, also Saturday the 15th of September. And we're at the end of the show, stay tuned, we're going to be giving away tickets to uh, the movies in those two locations.
1: Indeed, and if you would like to buy tickets to either of those viewings, you can do so. Just jump online. Uh, the website is torturedforchrist.com. Um, com and uh, and on there you can find out the links uh, to go purchase the tickets because you purchase the tickets through a third party called Eventbrite, and uh, and that's where you can get the tickets from. So stay tuned, we will be giving away tickets. You can try your um, try your hand at winning them at the end of the show. And um,
0: I should say that the uh, the the the, the cinema was packed, there was maybe, yeah. I don't know, five or six,
1: yeah, it was, yeah, it was ten very, at the most seats, yeah, and yeah. uh, yeah, people fantastic. were buying tickets right up to the last minute, um. Uh, my friend varney she she jumped on there and bought the second last ticket um, the day before, so yeah it's it's uh and it's then worth and then on on the, on the actual day,
0: all of the staff who were there who who you know mm-hmm. uh, from Voice of the martyrs, they ended up having to give their tickets away just so that people yeah. could um, could come in and sit down yep. and see the movie so so
1: get your tickets yeah, as absolutely as soon as you wait to the
0: end of this show because we 've got a couple of free ones to give away, and they might not be available if you don 't uh,
1: yeah, and mm-hmm. it's actually not expensive either. I think it's only like $12.50 or something, I think. So yeah, a really reasonable price for a movie, especially one you know, made by such great ministry, a great team. And we
0: need to be supporting Christian movies like this. Oh, if we absolutely. do not support Christian movies, they won't be made. Yeah, And all the, the only movies that will be made will be made by Hollywood and pushing Hollywood's agenda. We need to have movies out there that are pushing a Christian agenda. Mm-hmm. And, that uh, are truly
1: the, inspiring. That's
0: right. If you don't get out there and support them, then it will never happen. So get out there and support it. Give it all the support that you can – this is a, a, a fantastic movie to watch.
1: All right. What's happening around the world, Lyle?
0: All right. The Great Pacific Garbage Patch. I promised I would talk about...
1: Plastic Fantastic. Plastic. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. This is between California and Hawaii. Basically, the way it works is this. If you've ever noticed a river that has a lot of garbage in it, uh, you'll find that when the currents in the river swirl, it pushes the garbage into clumps in certain spots in the river. Mm-hmm. The ocean is the same. So The ocean is like a large river that is swirling with currents. Mm-hmm. And as a result, garbage gets pushed together into certain areas. And one of these areas is called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, where plastic from all over the world has gathered into you know a big, like large floating area of plastic around about the size of Queensland.
1: Oh, my goodness. The size of Queensland.
0: There are over 1.8 trillion pieces of garbage uh, floating in this uh, large floating area. And a lot of the plastic there dates back to the 1960s.
1: Are you kidding me right now? how long it's been around for. I was literally about to say, how big can this patch be? Why can't we just send out some boats and pick it up? But the size of Queensland? The
0: size of Queensland. So, there's a 24-year-old... A young fellow, Boyan Slat from the Netherlands, who has created a 600-metre broom to sweep it all up. 600-metre broom? Yeah, you can imagine sweeping Queensland with 600-metre broom. He's going (laughs) to be sweeping for a a couple of years. Okay, the idea is that this is a test run and that if it works, they'll make 60 of them. Mm -hmm. And they're hoping to be able to reduce that garbage patch. If they've got 60 running and operating, uh, they're hoping to reduce it by 90% in uh, 20 years, 22 years. Wow.
1: Twenty-two years. Far Are we going to be here in twenty-two years? That's a. Lot. Oh, I guess
0: guess uh, this is uh, this is actually just headed to sea. Uh, it left um, it left the United States yesterday mm-hmm. to be towed into location to begin its work. Guess how it was funded. Guess which country funded it.
1: Uh, uh, America. No. Turkey. No. Britain. No. Was Madagascar,
0: privately funded by raising donations. No country is taking an interest in this because <gasps> it is not in anyone's. Inter- it's in, in international waters.
1: That's disgusting. I hate that. It's not okay, my but problem. But there's, 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 there's
0: been some 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 heavy hitters that have uh, that have chucked in for it because it's uh, you know thirty five million dollar project. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know people like the CEO from PayPal and others have uh, dumped in large amounts of money. Yeah, good on them. And uh, yeah, everybody's just been like, oh, not our problem. Oh, not my problem. Oh, yeah, not my problem.
1: Yeah, I. Really, so this is privately I hate that funded. And then,
0: of course, he's copying a whole bunch of criticism because it, they're saying, "Hey, you, you, you're cleaning up this garbage patch here, but there's uh, what is it? there, eight million tons being added each year. You need to be
1: stemming the flow, stemming the flow, yeah, rather the than
0: turn off the tap rather than uh, mop, mop up the puddle, mopping up the puddle." And in his reply, of course, is that humanity can do more than one thing at a time to tackle the problem. Amen. You know, this is this is one thing that he's doing. Yep, that's it. Someone else get out there and put a, one of these brooms across the mouth of the rivers to stop it from getting there in the first yeah, place.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? Oh, this, that's um, just staggering the size of Queensland. Far out.
0: Yeah, and this is interesting because the Ocean Conservationists Conserva- Conservancy, mm-hmm. their annual cleanup last year, uh, they collected 10,000 tons of plastic off beaches in two hours. Whoa. Just with people picking up plastic. 10,000 tons oh, yeah. in two hours. There is a lot of that's plastic a, in our lot world. There's a lot
1: of plastic. Can I just ask, how long does it take to fly from the top of Queensland to the bottom of Queensland?
0: Yeah, it take a few hours.
1: So it would take a few hours to fly across this thing? Yep. That's so insane. So like,
0: What's that, uh, two, three hours? You'd probably be pushing, be close to a three-hour flight.
1: That's, it's longer than a flight from of Queensland. So Melbourne if you make Queensland
0: round into an island, let's say it's a two-hour flight.
1: Wow. Far out
0: To be flying across, across an ocean of plastic for two hours
1: you, you wouldn't even see water for a while That's incredible
0: Yeah, that's this is, this is the world in which we live And all of it is a sign that our world is The Bible says, and I've said this over and over and over again The Bible says the earth is growing old And wearing out like an old garment And when the Bible says that that happens Then we know that Jesus is coming back very, very soon We're going to move on This is Bart Millard And we'll be right back with an interview with Larry Carter
4: Marvelous grace of our loving Lord Grace that exceeds our sin and our guilt Yonder on Calvary's mount i There where the blood of the Lamb was spilled Grace, grace, God's grace Grace that will pardon and cleanse within. Grace, grace, God's grace. Grace that is greater than all our sin. Marvelous, infinite, and matchless grace, freely bestowed on all. Sweet
0: Welcome back everybody, you're listening to Faith FM, 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia. And we have come to that part of the show where we have a special guest who is joining us. I am super excited about our special guest today. I didn't even know that this person was in Australia, but Larry Carter, Pastor Larry Carter, is somebody that I met many, many years ago and it was just great to uh, connect the other night. Larry, welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, uh, just to give you a bit of an introduction as to who Larry is, Larry has worked with literature evangelism, and I'll get him to explain that to you in uh, a little while. But back when I was, let me figure this out, I must have been about 21 years old. Uh, I, was, I was actually working for Larry. That's right. And uh, we had some, uh, my goodness, we had some adventures back then, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we had a great time the other night just uh, sharing stories and reminiscing about some of those adventures. Um, and, then, of course, these, are, these were adventures in literature evangelism. But, uh, Larry, maybe you could just uh, explain to our listeners very quickly what literature evangelism is.
5: Well, literature evangelism is a mode of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with people by going door to door with books, uh, getting involved in finding people who have an interest in God and giving them Bible studies, and then ultimately helping them to make a decision to be baptized and to give their lives to Christ.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, just 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 take us back, Larry. How did how did how did you first get started with literature evangelism? Well, my
5: course is a little bit different from most. Uh, I was a teacher, uh, actually a religion teacher in school, a Bible teacher. And uh, we had a week of prayer, and uh, my first year there, and I had 40 kids that asked to be baptized, and they were just shocked. And for the next couple of years as nice I God. work, yeah, amen. Uh, as I worked with them, I I really, they struggled staying faithful to God. hmm because of all the distraction around them, the world around them. Of course, we know that. We all have that struggle. And I could not figure out how to keep them on track where they were always on fire and alive. And so for me, that's how it happened. I was studying one day, and I go, whoa. What they need is the gospel, the great gospel commission, where it says, go ye and teach all nations. Baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost.
0: Get them busy, get them active, get them out exactly there doing something for right. Jesus.
5: And uh, that's how I started saying, well, this would be a good ministry to go door-to-door. And that's how I started getting involved with it Mm. uh, because I was an educational superintendent, had a lot of schools under me. And so we would start to do this for fundraisers instead of candy bars
0: etc. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And that, that that actually became a part of the canvas which I can probably remember word it's, for word to this day. <laughs> it is it is seared and embedded into my mind. Well, you only said it a few thousands of yeah, times. Instead yeah. Instead of instead of candy bars and yeah. and uh, junk food, we thought we would offer something a little bit more substantial. And uh, okay, so he started to take literature door to door and uh, yeah. to use this as as a, as a fundraiser. How, how long ago was this? I'm just trying to think because I, oh. I worked for you. I was trying to figure it out. I worked for you, I think it was in 1994.
5: Yes, I started a little bit earlier that, right around the late uh, 80s and then early 90s by doing it mm-hmm. in educational process. Then we decided to run summer programs. and that, The reason for that was that we wanted to give our kids who made a decision to serve God something where they actually went out and they sweat. They got doors slammed in their face. They actually had to suffer to share their, their caring and love for God. And boy, what it does to them is Im- immensely different in their lives. They come
0: back a different person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, can, I can absolutely <laughs> testify to that to myself. And I think this is probably one of the challenges that we have in Christianity in Western countries today is it's, yeah, it's exactly just too right. easy for our young people.
5: Right. Once they suffer for God, they don't
0: turn easily away from him. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, of course I remember. I'm just yeah, going back I knew your name long before I went to America. So that would have been back in 92 or something or other. So well um, Yeah. yeah so around the I had started doing this
5: program around 86. Mhm. Uh, cetera and I'd, I'd actually done some before, but uh yeah, that that's where it started. I just love young people. Mhm. And God just always made it clear to me. They were flying me all over America, uh, starting these programs and working with them.
0: Now, with um, yeah, just 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 going back all those years there, I'm just sort of, sort of yeah trying to, uh, to 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 reminisce back to that particular um, time in my life. And uh, I, I remember being here in Australia and hearing about Larry Carter running programs. How many, how many programs did you start with to begin with? I mean, when I was, I think in 94, I think there was 13 of these programs across the United States, and there'd be about 20 to 30 young people in each program.
5: Yeah, well, we <laughs> have to, you had to start small. I started with one program mm-hmm. because I had to develop leadership. Sure. We actually have a college now that develops the leadership. Oh wow. Which makes it so from when you were there you did not have the leaders that the young people have now because they've actually been trained, and they've had to take college courses in order to do it. Mm-hmm. And we learned that process. So as we went, we went from you know, from one program to three to seven to thirteen, you know, it it built itself as it goes. But our leaders were not as strong as they are now because they have actually college
0: credits right. for doing this now. Mm-hmm. Do the do the young people suffer as much as they did back then?
5: I no. <laughs> <laughs> All the
0: I'm sorry, Lyle, but all the mistakes we made with you, we well, <laughs> la, oh, we had a great time. I got to tell you, um, honestly, my fondest memories of 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 a young uh, you know my 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 uh, my twenties, I should say, and you know, being a young person, my teens, late teens, and twenties, my fondest and most cherished memories. Are of the two programs that I did with literature evangelism, one of them was with both of them with were with one of the leaders that you trained, and one of them working directly as a part of your program, and of course my wife, who was not my wife back then, working with another one of those programs. And yeah, Steve Uliana, uh, down in that's P- right, down in Pennsylvania. Steve yes. Uliana, yeah, that's a uh, a name that I haven't heard for a while. Um, so, uh, but yeah, now I want you, I want you to tell me. You say that this changes kids' lives. Can you give me some examples?
5: Well, the reason I started because I was looking for lives to be continually changed and and to be mm-hmm. for God to work in their lives, so they actually saw that happen. And that's what we were doing when we yeah. started it with you was getting people involved mm-hmm. for it. So
0: I, I can testify to myself, you know, for, for myself that possibly one of the greatest things possibly the greatest part of my training and my education for ministry came out of doing literature evangelism because you learn how to meet people, you learn how to talk to people, you learn how to bring people to decision. I went from doing literature evangelism to doing public evangelism. And, uh, you know, I've been doing that for about 24 years now or something or other. Um, and you know, the skills that you learn in literature evangelism are exactly the same skills that you use in public evangelism.
5: Lyle, that's why you're good at what you're doing right now. Praise God. Because you were at Doors, you didn't, you never knew it was coming out. You had to take everything (laughs) and work from it immediately. And And that's the major gift. Our young people are pastors, they are doctors and lawyers. Uh, Most of our young people tend to go into church work. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, the ability for that, they'll say to me, these kids are so good up front. It's because they have been exposed and had to be thinking on their feet so much as they went to doors and they talked to people and they prayed with them, Mm -hmm. etc. And that's something we really stress is that this is not uh, a selling of books. This is uh, helping people to make a a stand to go to higher ground Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that uh, they help that person that they meet for maybe a short period of time. And sometimes it's longer because they ask for Bible studies and we give them.
0: Mm, Yeah, fantastic. Praise God.
5: Our, Our college does two things. It teaches you how to run these programs, to do them, but it also teaches you how to do evangelism, to do Bible studies, and then actually preach crusades.
0: Okay, so tell us a little bit about the college. When did you start the college?
5: Well, the college was first started... About 98, uh, the first one was back in uh, 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 Florida. And then I moved and changed and we moved to the West Coast in California. Pacific Union started uh, a school there the same. We call it Souls West. And it currently has about 50 students. Every year we graduate about 25 approximately students. And they go off and some finish their degrees, uh, become pastors, become, you know, medical people, et cetera. What's nice about it is if they're going into the medical profession, so we have a lot of doctors and nurses, mm-hmm. is uh, that they're they're you know, when people are sick is when they want to hear the most about God. And these young people, instead of just being bright, you know, can do medical things, they now can also help that per that patient to pray with them and to make a difference. And so that's one of the major things it does is to change their lives. It doesn't matter what profession you go into, you're ready. To
0: do evangelism, mm, absolutely. Uh, how much does how much does it cost to go to this college?
5: Uh, it costs eight thousand dollars, eight thousand eight hundred dollars. If you pay it off in time, you lose ten uh, percent of it, so you it's only eight thousand if you pay off in time. Now they go canvassing to pay for it, so it's a school where most of the schools running around thirty thousand ours runs around eight thousand, mm-hmm. and uh, they learn all the life
0: skills. Out of that eight thousand, how much of that would they be able to pay off during the course of the uh, Education through canvassing?
5: Well, you know, some have more talent than others, but uh, most of them pay it off. And if they don't if they don't have it paid off the next summer when they work for the summer program they get to pay it off. So, yeah, so it's kinda it like it uh, depends on the student of course, but
0: anybody that is industrious and willing, they pay it off. Sure, sure. So 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 basically you go to this college, you work your way through, you come out at the other end, and typically you come out the other end with little or no uh, debt uh, exactly which right. is unheard of particularly in the United States where you know student debt is just a massive problem yeah, the thing of it is they have learned such excellent people
5: skills mm. that doesn't matter what job they're applying they can be applying to McDonald's and they people take them and they go right to the top of whatever they're doing because they're able to communicate
0: well since the mid 80's how many young people do you think you may have worked with oh my landslide <laughs> it, it's, it's thousands <laughs> Literally thousands, uh, you know. We, How many summer programs would there be ha- operating in the United States on any given year?
5: Oh, the ones that I'm just involved with around 25 uh, a year, a summer, and that's we, we'd be running uh, 300 to 400 students, mm-hmm. you know, and, and going to. We, we literally hit millions of doors, uh, who leave hundreds of thousands of truth-filled literature. Can I tell you a story? Sure, please do. This please is, do. This is hot. Tell, tell me stories. This is a hot right off the press, okay? Yep, yep. Uh, In LA, uh, we had a, a leader stop to see his, his, the, his student is doing businesses. And you know what that meant. And you go from business to business. Well, they were doing business. They came into a, uh, a uh, little mini mart, which was connected with a gas station. And there was a man at the counter doing business. And they waited to uh, talk to the attendant. And all of a sudden, the guy says, did you want some cigarettes? And the guy, no. And he pulls out this little booklet called Steps to Christ. By the way, I recommend anybody listening to this channel Mm. is get that book. He holds it up and starts waving it in front of this guy. He says, let me tell you something. This book means no cigarettes, no drugs, no alcohol, (laughs) no women, and I have stopped stealing, and I'm being honest, it saved my life. And he turned and he walked out. (laughs) And the, and the two literature vans behind them, their mouths were open. They didn't even say anything. They were so shocked. And, of course, they stepped up to the attendant, and they said, You know something? We actually have that book. Do you think? that? Okay, means- wait,
0: wait, wait. So this is just a random customer who says this, this just
5: happened. A I month thought ago. this was
0: one of your students. I'm thinking this is a unique <laughs> canvas that you have right here. But uh, no, this was just a random customer. who pulls out this book while your yeah, guys I, are I, actually I, I standing really there with that book for sale in there, in, in ready
5: there. to give it to the guy to show him. Yeah. And, of course, they said, you know, we have this book. The guy paid $10 for this little book that's, what, about five by eight? Uh-huh. And, you know, it's only got about 100 pages in it. It's life-changing <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a drop-down book. You know what that yeah, yeah, meant. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, Is that an exciting story? <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you, got, you, it, <laughs> you couldn't even write that if you wanted to sir, you know, come up with something. It's an incredible thing. You must hear a lot of stories like
5: that. Oh, unbelievable. You, you know, I'll tell you the real proof of going out and working for God, doing the Gospel Commission. Mm -hmm. You know, see, it says there that we're to go out and teach people all of God's commandments, all what 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 he's to do. And then it says, and he will be with you even until the ends of the earth. So God is actually with you while you're doing that. And that's one of the reasons why young people get so turned on. The real proof of the matter is parents. We get a raft of, I mean, you know, Bill Crick, Mm -hmm. he has a raft of letters from parents and the parents it's always the same i sent one daughter to this program and i got another one back i sent one son to this program and i got another one back over
0: and over again that's fantastic you know the impact that you are able to have on young people's lives by getting them involved in sharing the gospel and sharing jesus with the community is just amazing um can i give you one story yeah yeah, yeah, please please do
5: okay that's a beautiful story Little girl uh, comes from a poor family, five children, different fathers, and they go trick or treating. Mm-hmm. And she's the oldest, so she's taking care of her brothers and sisters. And when she comes back, she goes through, the dumps all the candy out, and she goes through it to make sure that some crazy person hasn't put something in there to hurt her brother and sisters. Well, she finds a little track, you know, a little track that says, uh, Tricked, Not Treated, you know, and it's about. To what Halloween really means. Mm-hmm. And she read and she never realized what Halloween really meant, what they were serving, you know. And she go, wow, this something. So she got the number in the back and she called and one of our young men from this school came and gave her Bible studies. And she, So how old is this young lady? Uh, she was probably 17 at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, just young. Uh, and uh, You know, just no spiritual background in her life at all. Just secular. Uh, yeah, just secular. And he, he says you know, I'm running one of these programs this summer. Would you come and work for me? She says,
0: yeah, I'd like to. She came. She so changed her life completely. Wait, wait, wait. So she gets this tract. She does Bible studies with one of your students, and then she's actually selling for one of your – She's back – well, it's donations. We don't
5: sure. – Yeah, sure, We do sure. donations. Yeah. And so, yeah, she came. She was so turned around in that program that she asked to be baptized that summer. Yeah, praise God. At the end of the summer, we had a baptism of four – Then she went to the college. She has now graduated from the college and is out doing Bible work. Praise God. And working every summer with students, Uh Yeah, Yeah. cetera. I mean, I have story after story. I was just at Souls West, and there are several students there that people just met on the street, Mm -hmm. talked to them, gave them Bible studies, and now they're going to a Christian college.
0: Yeah, praise God. And, of course, this becomes a generational thing. You know, I did literature evangelism yes. under you. Um, both of my sons now do literature evangelism because I did it. One of my sons worked for one of your programs, I think it was about four years ago, yeah. in, uh, in Michigan. And you must be uh, – it must give you great pleasure to see, you know, the next generation coming through. Well, it, it gives me great pleasure to see you, Lyle. Oh, praise God.
5: Because you have – it's obvious the difference from the young man I knew that till now. And to have you have a son, I guess your son's in Romania running one of these programs. Praise God! Yeah. Oh yeah, that's my reward.
0: Yeah, absolutely, (laughs) fantastic. Um, Larry, do you have any idea of the number of uh, people in the community? So we talk about the impact that this has on the on the lives of of young people that have uh, you know they they give their lives to God because and they deepen their experience with God by you know getting out there and and serving God, but there's obviously, you know, the flip side of this is that they are sharing Jesus. You've shared this one story of this young lady who comes to Christ because somebody gives her a tract. Um, Do you have any idea in the community how many people would have come to Christ as a result of the literature programs that you've been running since the mid-90s?
5: Yeah, all I can give you is current figures because... See, when someone gets a book, you, you don't—you've just planted the seed. Mm. Someone else has to water it, then somebody else reaps it. So we're always hearing about that. Well, I—I I became interested in this, but the gospel and God because of this book I had. You know, I just—I stopped at one door. Lady didn't want anything. I was with one of the students, and and then we went to that Steps to Christ book that I mm-hmm. talked about. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Oh, that's my son, my f- husband's favorite book. Well, who was a doctor?" they bought three more. So when you're constantly going through the neighborhoods, of people, the more you visit that neighborhood, the more you do in business. Contact the number of people we're, we're baptizing baptizing right now uh, due to summer programs anywhere from 100 to 300 people. Now that's in America, mm-hmm. which is not a is a not a third world country. It's no, it's that's not. Yeah,
0: that. it's a. It's a. Believe me, I've knocked doors in America. I've knocked doors in Australia, and America is tough. You uh, know what? You know what makes America so tough is everybody's like, "Yeah, I got my own religion. I don't need anything." Yeah,
5: I, I, yeah I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't need anything. I'm fine. Yep. That's
0: a one thing. We, I, I'm yep. fine. I don't need anything. But they do. People say that Australia is a secular society. I'll tell you right now, I'd rather knock doors here than there. And I get twice the response rate here than what I get in the United States.
5: Well, let me give you an example. Uh, the other day as a, a student, we knocked on the door and no one answered. And knocked again. No one answered. Knocked again. Finally, someone came to the door and uh, said, what do you want? And they showed him the books and, you know, told him that, you know, that this would help him to know God and to live a better life, etc. And the guy says, you, you, you don't understand what just happened. I was in my room with a gun in my mouth. And I was saying, God, if you're
0: there, do something to stop me. And you kept knocking. That's right. Larry, it's been just an incredible privilege to have you on the show today. Uh, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Lyle. Thank you for your work. Praise God. You're listening to Faith FM. We'll be back right after this break.
6: Wondrous love is this, oh my soul, oh my soul. What a wondrous love is this, oh my soul? What a wondrous love is this that calls the Lord of Bliss to bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul? To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. What wondrous love is this, O my soul, O my soul. What wondrous love is this, O my soul. What wondrous love is this that calls the Lord a bliss. To bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul To bear the dreadful curse for my soul When I was sinking down, sinking down, sinking down When I was sinking down, sinking down When I was sinking down beneath God's righteous frown Christ laid aside his crown for my soul, for my soul Christ laid aside his crown for my soul and when from death I'm free, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing and joyful be. And through eternity and I'll, I'll sing on, I'll sing on and, and through eternity and I'll sing on What wondrous love is this oh my soul's love is what wondrous love is this oh my soul's love is this oh my soul. What wondrous love is this what cause the Lord is bliss to bear the, the dreadful Lord curse for myself, for my serve, to curse. bear the dreadful curse for my soul.